Welcome to Spiritual Insights, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in from the United States and around the world. We are honored that you share your time with us. Today, we continue our Masterclass educational series, Guidance for Spirit, Channeled Messages from Beyond the Veil, in the year 2021, featuring Mother Mary. My special guest co-host, Danielle Gibbons, joins me each month to share her perspective on the chosen topic and brings Mother Mary through to offer her divine wisdom and grace to the community. Danielle has served as full-body channel for Mother Mary since 1994, allowing Mother, in her distinct voice, to share universal truths and lend guidance for the human journey. Danielle is the author of Mother Mary's Pathway to Love and has connected people worldwide with Mother's love and grace through best-selling courses, life-changing retreats, radio appearances, and online events to inspire individuals to awaken and expand their consciousness. To learn more and join Danielle's community, visit BelovedPublications.com. Visit SpiritualInsightsRadio.com if you would like to review the archives of Mother Mary's transmissions and my conversations with Danielle and to explore more divine teachings that we've accumulated over the years. Alrighty, I am excited to get back to business. So join me in welcoming Danielle back to the show. Welcome, Danielle. It's so great to be together again. Thank you so much, Charlotte. It's wonderful to be here with you and your beloved community. Thank you so much. Now, today I understand that the topic is about being gentle with oneself, others, and all of life. But before we get into that, I have to tell you, and I have to tell the listeners, that I am participating in the uh, full School of Love course, where we are working on uh, self-worth. And I have to say, even with just the one class, I can't stop thinking about it and I can't stop working on it because I am getting so much out of it. So I want to thank you, Danielle, for all the hard work you've put into that. Absolutely exquisite, detail-oriented work and all the technical stuff handled. It's just wonderful. And I can't wait for tomorrow's class. (laughs) Thank you, Charlotte. It's true. Mother has put together an incredible uh, deep dive into love that is really extraordinary. For me, it's life-changing every year. Every year I do it, it is extraordinary. Um, I continue to feel more whole as a person, do you know? Yes. Um, Even though specific things get worked out, and that's awesome, and that's great, it really just extends out into my whole life, every aspect of it. And so every year I end the, the, the course just feeling more whole. And it seems like everything that starts to build um, in one area lends itself to building in other areas. And so it just, you know, it keeps working off of itself throughout the year. So I, I'm so glad you're enjoying it so far. And I can't wait to hear as the months roll on, I can't wait to hear how your, uh, how your experience unfolds. And I'll be happy to share about it, honestly. And there has always been something I keep meaning to mention to the listeners, but I always seem to be in a rush. And that is, I 
I don't always mention the YouTube videos. I have it on the website and I do reference them sometimes. But I want to remind everybody, uh, Danielle has a YouTube channel called Mother Mary Channel. And it's comprised of videos, meditations that you can explore and use in your routine, but also live streams. Now, I know you're taking a couple weeks off now, but typically on Mondays at 1 p.m. Eastern, there's a live stream with Mother where you can just sit with her and feel her energy and be face-to-face with her live. It is absolutely wonderful. And so I just wanted to get that in. But the motivator for me was she put out a peace meditation. And I've incorporated it into my routine and I do it as often as I can. I know I did it last night, very late at night because I couldn't fall asleep. Mm -hmm. And so I did it. And it's uh, I won't even describe it. Just go and look at it. Go and do it and, and embrace it. And it will this will be your go-to reset button when you are not feeling peaceful. And I'm just going to leave it at that. But I keep wanting to say, go to Mother Mary channel on youtube.com and just explore all the amazing work that Danielle and Mother have created together and offer to the world. You will love it. <clears throat> okay. Thank you. Yes, you're, and we you're love very doing welcome. that. <laughs> we love doing that. Well, <laughs> and, and I'm the type of student, I don't, I don't bounce around, so to speak, in a chaotic way, but I'm a gatherer. And I say, oh, let me add this. Let me bring this out of the toolbox. This would support that. And I kind of put it together so that it's much um, saner and safer for me. You know, some people may have a different way. Mine is a little more Capricornian and steady and routine. Mm -hmm. And, okay, let's do our peace meditation. Okay, we have class tomorrow. Let's do our love pages. And I just like that routine. So this is something, especially now with this stuff isn't over with COVID and changes coming to the planet. Last week, we had a new moon that hasn't happened since 1962. The focus is on community. That's how all that's happening for us now. And that brings us to our topic, being gentle with oneself, others, and all of life. So this is something that we need to do with ourselves and extend that to others, but also include Mm. all of life on the planet what do you what's your take on that danielle i love to hear your thoughts you know just as you were talking it it just hit me that um when mother introduces these topics you know she's always introducing them as spiritual tenets and i there's that part of me that just thinks i know (laughs) like oh i know what gentleness is right I know what I know what gentleness is as a spiritual tenant. And then just as you were talking, I thought, do I? <laughs> do, do I really know? And my idea of oftentimes my ideas of something, my mental construct is based on what other people say they are. Um, you know, they're sort of uh, common ground as far as definitions of things and you know I was I have this bad habit well I say bad but it's limiting I'll say it's a limiting habit of for example when I think of gentleness you know I think of of deers in the forest and that soft spoken um that soft touch uh but when I expand that out, 
so that gentleness is a spiritual tent, all of a sudden, it's not the way the action looks to others. It's the way it feels. So can I do kind of a powerhouse action with the energy of gentleness? And not having those juxtaposed, just, you know, or at odds, but having them work together, right? So could I stand, you know, I don't know if you ever saw that, um, it was a TED talk that was very famous and was making rounds over the internet of like those uh, power positions. Okay. People who put themselves in a power position, uh, Charlotte and I are on, for those of you listening, Charlotte and I are on Zoom so she can see what I'm doing, but Right. If you put your hands on your hips and legs kind of apart, it's called the uh, superhero pose. Yes. Uh, or if you have your arms out, I forgot what pose it's called. There's like three or four of them. And when you do something in your, you know, to gain confidence, you put yourself in that power pose and it actually works. Like it's based on research and, you know, all that. Good okay. Stuff. Yeah. So if I put myself in the superhero power pose, can I imbue that with the energy of gentleness right so can can i be this powerful force in the world that um that is also a conduit for gentleness and i think of course the person who embodies that so so beautifully is the dalai lama Mm Right. So here's someone who has in his lifetime created enormous change, powerful change, tsunamis of change all around the world. And yet he does it all with that energy of gentleness. Mm -hmm. And so I think that when mother introduces something like this, it is important first for me to say, I, maybe I don't know. I think I know, but maybe I don't know. And how do I let go of or surrender my preconceived ideas about gentleness? And I think that many of us, myself included, I often don't turn to the energy of gentleness. I don't cultivate it. I don't include it because I don't think it's powerful enough to fix or get done what I want to get done. That's an excellent point. Wow. Mine is a little opposite, I think. Not so much opposite, just a yeah, I'll use the word opposite. I think that's okay. We have two different uh, backgrounds and lives and you know childhoods and that kind of thing. So I can only come from my filter. And so when I write the word gentleness on a piece of paper, I go to wonder, well, okay, so what is it? And I thought, well, what's its opposite? And what springs to mind is gentleness is when you're not being beaten up. Mm-hmm. Emotionally, mentally, verbally, or physically, right? That's gentleness. That's something that your inner, inner child begs for, for some of us, right? Yeah. 
So if that's what your inner child craves, when mother says the topic is being gentle with oneself, others, and all of life, what does that, what resonates with you? And for me, it means it's a way of engaging. Now, the topic has um, incorporated now with COVID and the impacts of COVID over the past almost a year now. What the biggest impact has been separation from community. Yep. So we learned to use technology to connect and try to maintain those connections, those attachments, those um, the, the different, the feeding system of supporting one another and, and connecting. But if I were to look at how am I engaging in being gentle with myself, others, and all of life, I think it's this kind of like give yourself a break, relax, embrace, tell yourself, everyone else, and all of life, all of creation, it's okay. Let's all be okay together because it really is okay. It's just what shadow or your schedule is demanding of you, right? right? And the things you can't do. And the challenge many have of isolation, much worse than some of us. Uh, I, I do well with it. Others, it's driving them crazy and I feel so bad. But look at all the different things we've had to look at within ourselves and the way we engage with, let's say, our families that we share isolation with. Everybody's taking a really good look at the way they engage, boundaries, what's getting on their nerves, what's triggered, what's exposed, what needs to be restructured. All this is taking place. But for me, one thing that keeps coming to mind because I'm learning about it is mother has said to me more than once that I tend to take things so, so seriously. Mm -hmm. And I immediately agree. Yes, I do. I most everything is important. And I take everything very, very seriously. But I think what she was getting at, because she couldn't drop the answer in my lap, but mm -hmm. I think what she was getting at that I sometimes take it too far and use taking something so seriously, whether it's COVID, whether it's how people are feeling about COVID, what are the listeners going through? How am I going to help? You know, I take that all very seriously. I think I sometimes use it as a tool for self-punishment. Oh, yeah. Give yourself a break. Yeah. It's important. Yes, you can take it seriously, but stop doing this to yourself. Right. So gentleness comes as, as stop. You, you don't have to fix it. You just have to be part of the solution, whether that's just closing your eyes and shining a light. That's it. It's not up to you. <laughs> It's about this level of engagement. But if we use gentleness, we can say, I'm having a tough time. I see you're having a tough time. It's okay. And that's, I think, it in a nutshell. I'm sure that whatever mother has to share is going to be leagues beyond what we just said. <laughs> but that's what I gleaned from that one little phrase see, for a title. When I, when I listen to you, I don't, I don't hear what we're saying as opposites. What I do you hear? hear like very different parts of the same, different aspects of the same experience, sort of like giving yourself a break may not be just sitting down on the couch and doing nothing, but giving yourself a break means doing it differently, right? Yes. Doing it, doing, approaching, uh, yes. you know, how, however, the actions that stem from uh, your taking things so seriously, whatever those actions are and the energy that you, you put into those actions, right? right. Giving yourself a break 
means doing it differently. You know, maybe doing the same actions, but with a very different energy, with a very different approach. Right. So it, there's that, that level of both can be very powerful, right? Yes. Uh, both can be very powerful, but they'll have very different outcomes for you. They'll feel very different as you're going through them, as you are do, taking the action or making the effort, right? Mm-hmm. And so I have this in my mind, and I think this helps keep me bound in like for you, uh, taking things very seriously. For me, it's like working so hard and pushing so that uh, I can earn people's love and acceptance, right? Right. That's a big one for me. Huge for me too, I I share it. it. I Mm -hmm. I might do it with humor, but you know, I may not feel that I take it so seriously, but it's a different, it's a different energy, but it's the same kind of, you know, pushing, pushing, uh, right. to just make sure that it goes right and goes a certain way. But having that same powerful, uh, taking those actions and effort with the same level of power, but a different, a different energy. I know what you're trying right. to say. Yeah. And, 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 and I'm with you. Go ahead. Yeah, no, that's that's what I was going to say. Okay, so so what I'm feeling is as we as we kind of take both of our descriptions and weave them together is what you're saying is you know you can do it with humor and I use humor too, but beneath the surface I'm quite serious, and that is actually aggressive. This has got to go well. It's got to go smoothly. The details are all taken care of. Now let me watch it fall into place exactly as I determined it should be. That is aggressive. Ah. That sets expectations and you're not going with the flow. When we're talking Mm -hmm. about gentleness with somebody, whether it's a baby or a puppy or a flower or looking, how do you not feel gentle when you look at clouds in the sky when they're pretty and not ominous? But what, (laughs) what we're talking about here is appreciation and nurturing and going with the flow versus aggression. Oh, good. Yes. Well, well said. Yep. Thank you. But I want there, I don't want to lose the opportunity to how you said when you pull gen- gentleness into the equation, yeah. is it before, during, or after a situation? Tell everybody your take on the timing of employing gentleness. That's a great, that's a great um, focus here. And I would say that for me personally, I have to consciously bring it in at the beginning to have the best outcome. But I don't always, <laughs> that's not always the way it works out. So I try to wake up, like, like you said, with the aggression, if I start to feel that level of aggression inside, that means that I'm pushing, that I want to force, that I want to control, that I'm, it, to me, it feels um, aggression, aggression is a good word, and demanding, Demanding, like I'm demanding something of myself, of other people, particularly of mother. I want it to go this way. Which are all conditions. Yes. We're talking about conditions here. Yeah. Exactly. So my demands. (laughs) That's right. So it feels very young to me. It feels very, um, you know, stomping my foot, sort of temper tantrum-ish like. Yes. Um, 
And when the anger starts to flow because uh, my demands aren't being met, then I want to get more aggressive and more, you know, there, so there's, there's this cycle that I have learned um, when I'm aware of it, I have to step back and, and consciously try to cultivate that gentle energy and trust. And here's, here's the tricky part is trust that when I introduce gentleness into the equation, that's going to be okay. It sets that, the tone, does it not? It does. It does. That does things not may not turn up? out the way I want them to, the way I think they should turn out. Um, but I know that it's going to be okay. And, and so you're saying, bring it into the situation from the beginning. So use it as right. a tone setting device rather than letting things build up, whether you're being assertive or aggressive. Don't take aggressive so seriously that it's, you know, being um, mis interpreted you know i can be assertive but then when i'm really excited about the outcome of the work i'm doing that's where i can feel that push like you're saying that aggression right but don't wait until something happens to cause an upset and then remind yourself later oh i forgot to bring gentleness into it but let me use it now that's what you were saying earlier that i was wow that's perfect yeah Bring it in whenever you possibly can, when you become aware, because gentle, and this is what I'm really learning. And I don't, and and my mind doesn't really click with this yet. My mind wants to say, oh, gentleness isn't going to get it done, honey. You know, just (laughs) not not strong enough. You know, you don't need a deer right now. You need a, you know, a Bengal tiger here. And, (laughs) and, and, you know, that may be the case in some ways. I'm not saying everything in life is all about gentleness. I don't know. I don't, I don't pretend to know that. But you can still advocate for yourself. You can still you know, stand up for yourself. You can still um, yes. get done what needs to get done. You can still do all these things that empower you without demeaning yourself. You know, gentleness doesn't mean you're the doormat. It doesn't mean that you don't have your own needs that you just then never ask to be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. Um, You don't stand up for yourself. You don't, you know, but it's, you, when, when I do those things with gentleness, and here's the weird part, Charlotte, it's, it takes confidence. Because if I'm standing up for myself with aggression, and I'm lashing out, and I'm, I'm lecturing people, and I'm schooling them, right? Like, how they did me wrong. Oh, yeah. That aggression makes up for a lot of my lack of confidence. Yes. You just whereas, put it all out there. Yeah. Whereas when I'm being gentle, that and is power. Stating what I need. Oh my God. It's so powerful. Because I don't need to steamroll for anybody. I don't need to convince anybody. I don't need to get my way. Right. You know, it, it's a right. very different dynamic. And it takes, I think personally, it takes trust and faith in order to bring 
gentleness into the equation. Yes, because reacting to a situation that way, you're totally out of control. When you're in control, you're peaceful, you're confident, and let's add gentle. I'm not afraid. There's no reason for me to flail my arms really big and scare somebody away and be aggressive. But I wonder if there's a way we can work on our quote unquote gentleness posture. Mm. What if we were take an egg and walk around with it for a while? (laughs) You remember that Brady Bunch episode where they had the egg and had to protect the egg? Yeah. Yeah. There's your posture right there. Protect the egg at all times. Gentle. Gentle. Yes. Gentle. I guess. Well, that's as far as I can take it. So we're talking bring gentleness into this situation at the very beginning. Don't use it as crisis management when something bad happens. And you say, oh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Too late. Not too oh. late. But, but yes, dial it back, reset it, flip it over. And because I, I tell the listeners, you know, I've said it often, um, but I'll say it again. It's, been, it's probably been a long time. Um, as a diehard student of A Course of Miracles, I understand that every mood we experience is a conscious choice. Mm. And so if you don't bring gentleness into it, perhaps that's okay. That's fine. But once you realize it's missing, bring it in full, full, you know, wholeheartedly gentleness with yourself, with others Mm -hmm. and with everyone in this situation. Well, what do you say we see how close we got or in the ballpark with what Mother Mary wants to share? (laughs) That's a great idea. Fingers crossed. Are we in the stadium? (laughs) (laughs) I hope so. That sounds great. All right. (laughs) No, we're out in the parking lot. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Sitting in the parking lot. To the parking lot, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) All right. All right, my dear. Hold on just a second. Okay. See you when you come back. Hello, beloved one. Hello, mother. Welcome. It is wonderful to be here with you today, my dear, and all your glorious, beautiful, wonderful listeners. (laughs) Oh, wow. Yes. Thank you. You are most welcome. So today I want to talk about uh, the power of being gentle. Mm. 
So let's look at the larger um, picture. And yes, the two of you are definitely in the ballpark. <laughs> okay, thank you, Mother. You're welcome. You are batting uh, lots of home runs. <laughs> so if you look at the energy of gentleness, it's an energy that builds rather than destroys. Now, both energies are vital to life. In nature, you must have destruction in order to have birth and regrowth, rebirth. Right. right. Destruction comes um, in times and in ways that you cannot predict oftentimes. But it can also be done very consciously. You want to destroy the block of marble for the sculpture to emerge. Right? Right. So you are, as a human being, you are using the energies of destruction and growth um, or building and destruction simultaneously. Okay. Gentleness is an energy that is primarily in growth or building. Okay. And so if you are on a path where you are trying to build a whole self experience, then gentleness is an energy or a power that you are wise to cultivate. Okay. Gentleness, because it is an energy that gives itself most powerfully to building, can be a wonderful ally. And when you use it for the express um, reason of expansion and letting go of old habits or dynamics that are problematic for you, then you're using it sort of in its best light where it wants to um, be bigger for you. So meaning if you call in just small amounts of gentleness for the purpose of your own growth, to come closer to love, to be more of a whole person, to serve others, then that little bit of gentleness is going to uh, respond and grow exponentially. It's going mm -hmm. to really show up for you in a big way. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So the first thing that is important is for the you as the individual to try and let go of what the mind tells you gentleness is. Right? Okay. Because as 
was spoken earlier, humans have a habit of believing that the power of gentleness is not going to uh, erect buildings or uh, get you to the Fortune 500 list or it's not going to uh, build your house for you or it's not going to get you to the top of your career. There is a belief that gentleness is only to be used um, during the quiet times, right? right? During the restful times. Quality time with one's children or a pet, or when you finally can settle down into meditation, right? But to bring gentleness into all the aspects of your life, um, sounds like to the brain a weakness yes definitely right so when people think about uh, making love with a gentleness there is that belief that you are uh, touching very gently softly you are going slowly as you are making love and that is true that is an aspect of gentleness but what if you were to bring gentleness into other ways of making love or just having sex that you enjoy right mm -hmm. So be careful that you don't fall into the trap of believing from the outside in rather than the inside out. So gentleness can show up for you personally, individually, in the way that you need it, right? It's an energy. It doesn't really have an image or a specific structure. When you allow gentleness as a guiding force from the inside out, you can still achieve uh, your success in your career. You can still build your skyscrapers. You can still do all the things that you do as individuals. But it will be different than when you do these same things with the energy of pushing and forcing, of demanding yes. with aggression. Right? Those are two good words, demanding and aggression. Mm -hmm. right? So when you bring the energy of gentleness from the start into your efforts, into your actions, into your plans, your goals, whatever it is that you do in order to create each day that you live, when gentleness is the first, really what you're doing is you're saying, 
or you're committing to a day of growth rather than a day of destruction. Hmm. So if your days, if the majority of your days were beginning based on the foundation of growth rather than the foundation of destruction, you're going to have a very different life. You will need those days of destruction, but that's in the minority. So let's look at nature, all right? Okay. You live in a part of the world where there's hurricanes, correct? That's correct. I live in Florida, USA. So hurricanes do not happen every day, correct? Thank you, no. <laughs> exactly. So um, maybe in one part of the planet, there may be some aspect of natural destruction that is occurring, but that's not happening every day on every part of the planet. So nature reserves days of destruction for a purpose. When the the artist destroys the block of marble in order for the sculpture to emerge. That is a very specific and conscious act of destruction. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. So if you want to plant a garden, you're going to destroy the top, right? That smooth layer of earth. Once you put your shovel in, Yes. or your hull, you start to turn the soil, you're not destroying the soil itself, but you are destroying just that smooth layer that it was moments before. And you're bringing that energy of destruction to the soil because you want to cultivate growing things within that soil. Mm-hmm. Right? But that's not something that you do every single day. That's not how planting works. Does that make sense? It makes beautiful sense. So if you think about your life, just like every other part of nature, you want to use destruction sparingly and you want to use growth continually okay or consistently right so if your day is about growth most of your days then you want the energy of gentleness to be the power that sort of runs or drives your decisions your choices yes and you save destruction for when you need it when you use conscious destruction then you are also utilizing a very powerful energy but only when you need it but if destruction is something that you personally are consistent with on a daily basis, 
then your life will not be so much about growth, but it will be more about um, stagnation or very slow growth. I can see that. I see what you mean. So what you're saying then is that we can use dis destruction as a catalyst of transformation, but we don't need to unleash it completely. Otherwise, all will be destroyed. Correct. Correct. Okay. May I so add look, to? Yes, of course. I, I just, not to sound corny to the listeners, but there's something I'm fascinated by. And so when you're saying, when you plant the garden, you have to dig it up first. You're going to have to destroy yes. something. Not grand scale, small scale to plant. And then comes the gentleness. You nurture, you water, and so on. Those of us who love to watch um, uh, home renovations on television, I love the transformation, but in order to get the transformation, the demolition has to come first. You have to Correct. take away what it is you do not desire, what does not work, what does not fit or support you and your family. But then once you get that uh, to that point where you start to build, that's where the gentleness comes in and you're looking at the, the choices and colors and furnishings and artwork for the walls. And look how gentle that process is compared to the aggression of the demolition of what was not serving you. I think I just thought it was great to add that to the visual. Yes. yes, and just like you are in the process of destroying your whole mindset around uh, taking things too seriously, there are times, not every day, but there are times when uh, you are deliberately calling in a destructive energy to let go of certain parts that you can get stuck in these mindsets, right? They can feel like cement. And sometimes you have to bring in uh, a jackhammer to break up that cement, but it's quick, it's swift. It's one moment or one day, or sometimes someone says something to you that might sound cruel, but it just cuts right through all the noise and chatter in your mind and sort of rings your bell. And you have that moment of insight, that epiphany, that aha moment that might have come from pain but you just destroyed something within you that has been desperately needing to be destroyed. Mm. And then you can bring in that energy of gentleness, right? Where there is now room and light and air to breathe. Whereas before there was just a clenched hard shell within yes yes so when you are working with these two energies one of destruction one of nurturing and growth to the best of your ability stay focused on the energy of gentleness that is all about growth and nurturing and trust that when you need the energy of destruction, it's going to be there for you, right? 
right. circumstances, your call to you, the people you need, the tools that you need um, to break through that hardness within. But you don't have to spend your days always just chipping and chipping. It's, you don't need to use a little hand chisel for a job that a wrecking ball can do in a moment. Right? There you go, wrecking ball, yeah. So you, when you are always in destruction mode, but you are too frightened to let it really break open, you can exhaust yourself by always focusing on the destruction, right? always focusing on what has to, what's terrible inside of you and needs to be gotten rid of. That's that hand chisel, always focused on what's wrong with you right. rather than on what's right with you. Oh, yes. Wow. If you find something that's not working, then you trust that whatever needs to happen to destroy that mindset, that belief, that judgment, that opinion, that you absolutely are in alignment with the power that will come to create that destruction for you. You don't have to monitor. You don't have to stay in that mode endlessly. Oh, I see what you're saying. So what, just like the garden, right? uh -huh. you dig it up to start, you overturn the uh, soil, you put in any nutrients that you want, you feed the soil, you prep it, you get it ready. And then once you plant, that's what you focus on, right? Mm -hmm. Is yes, maintaining health now, nurturing the soil, nurturing the plants, encouraging their growth, what do they need to grow? You don't constantly just stay focused on how can we uh, dig deeper or destroy more soil. Once that's done, it's done. And you move on to the growth, to the nurturing. Yes, you haul it away. So gen yes, gentleness gives you the power. It keeps you in that um, mindset of growth, of nurturing, right? Right. And that is the mindset that you want to spend the majority of your days in. Okay. So let's look at some ways you can bring in the energy of gentleness. Right? Okay. So do not confuse gentle with fragile. Gentle is filled with resilience. It is all about uh, stretching and bending and uh, opening. It is not rigid, it is not fragile. It is not about, oh, if I just step one little bit wrong, I'm going to shatter it all. Think of gentle as soft, but 
soft in a way that makes you malleable instead of rigid. Okay. Rigidity is um, that feeling that you're always um, clenching yourself, waiting for destruction, right? Because if you're too much in the mode of destruction, you're always waiting and anticipating destruction. Yes, very fearful. Yes, but gentleness, that soft feeling, think of it as malleable. Right? Okay. As stretchy. Yes. As uh, having the ability uh, to bounce back. Lots and lots of resilience. So if you start your day, and maybe you have an idea already of what's on your uh, need-to-do list. Maybe you need to go to work as normal, even in COVID, whether you go to a place or you have to go to your computer to do your work, or you are searching for jobs, that's a routine, right? Or you need to get up and create food, uh, cook your food, mm -hmm. go to the store, uh, take your shower, right? There are things that you already are fairly certain are going to happen in your day. So when you think about some of those things, you imagine that gentleness becomes a powerful and primary energy. So then in the mind, you ask yourself, what would it look like for me to bring gentleness to work? Even though I have a big list of projects that I need to work on at work. I'm under, I have deadlines from my boss that I need to uh, honor, right? Yes. So what would it look like if I were to bring the energy of gentleness to my work today? Well, it might look like uh, the idea might pop into your head to bring your own lunch that is very nutritious and will give you real energy rather than chemically induced energy mm -hmm. from poor eating or lots of caffeine. Mm -hmm. Even if you're getting that caffeine from pots and pots of green tea that sound very healthy, but you are still uh, heightening your energy uh, with caffeine rather than good health. So maybe the idea pops into your head, ooh, maybe 30 minutes or 20 minutes of yoga stretching or just stretching on the floor or doing five minutes of deep breathing before I go to work. That is bringing, that is an active way of bringing gentleness to work with me. Pushing is 
staying at my desk for long, long hours, drinking lots and lots of caffeine, diminishing my adrenal glands, staying up late, trying to get it all done. Maybe the gentleness is to go to your boss and say, okay, I can get project one through three done by this date, but four and five, I need an extra week, right? Maybe that is the gentleness, right? So you are actively, consciously bringing gentleness into each one of your endeavors, whether it's cooking your food, brushing your teeth, taking your shower. So you may not know this, beloved, but one of the big problems with um, adults is they have spent their lives brushing their teeth so hard that they are ruining their gums. Yes, so if you were to think about, oh, that's too silly to bring gentleness into uh, brushing my teeth. Mother, please don't be uh, so dramatic. But is it? No. Right? So if you were to ask the question, how can I bring gentleness into my tooth brushing? Well, let me go online. Let me Google it. Well, gosh, it's telling me that all dentists say, hey, it's a good idea to brush gently because if you floss and you're going to get the stuff that you're trying to grind off your teeth with your toothbrush, right? Right. So if you floss and brush gently, you are going to save yourself enormous amounts of pain and money as you age because your gums are going to be in great shape and you will not have to have surgery to get them fixed. You will not have to have many other dental procedures that might come as a result of aggressive brushing of your teeth. Yes, but also mother, it it not only damages the gums, you can wear a groove into the the enamel of your teeth if you brush too hard consistently. And this is extremely true because I've done it. And what happened was I got too far in my head and neglected to follow the advice of my dentist. He put me on an electronic soft brush, but I was so in my head at the time and I'm talking almost 20 years ago, but I would attack my teeth with this scrubbing action in an angry way because of it was a reflection of my thoughts. As I learned to correct this behavior, this behavioral pattern, as I started to see the damage of what I was doing, then with gentleness, I approached with a, with a soft brush and said, start somewhere different every day. Don't uh, go into attack mode that you're going to get to these, the enemy of the germs and the, and the plaque and you know, what have you, but yes, it's very destructive. Indeed, and you can also, even if you are an Olympic athlete, you can bring the energy of gentleness to the way you work out and what you do, because yes, you can still have a heightened physical effort that it takes to be an Olympic athlete, mm-hmm. 
But when you bring the energy of gentleness to your workout, to your performance, you are less likely to destroy your muscles, your tendons, and your bones. So don't think that gentleness is just um, is an image of quiet, of um, quiet time. Don't separate gentleness from the rest of your day. Right. Don't let it just be a special occasion. I see. Yes. Mm -hmm. I wanted to add something that I'm aware of. In my days of being uh, in middle management in offices, as I would observe around me, the energy and everything, and something came out of my mouth and, I, and, I, and it kind of brought that observation together for me. When you say you go to work and you, you start your morning out the way in whatever routine and you have that nurturing, you have that gentleness, you're, uh, you are showering and that is a nurturing thing to do for oneself. You're making your breakfast if you eat breakfast and so on. Um, you come to work. And for some people who do this, as I often recommend, you send light to the workplace and the coworkers to set the stage for when you walk through the room. So just to bring that in, that that's often said on the show. The energy of that gentleness, of that, it's like an inclusion. Like we were saying, sets the tone, but also attracts the similar energy. Because okay. I had to say to a coworker that uh, she had come in in a, a very nasty mood and was very aggressive slamming things. And I, I couldn't say it energetically. I said, that's the kind of mood that makes your day worse. Yes. And so as you bring gentleness into your day, also remember to, to try to let go of any preconceived ideas about what that's going to look like, how gentleness is ultimately going to assist you or to, um, to create um, the energy that you need to thrive within whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. Because it is that, uh, that preconceived notions, that uh, rigidity about ideas and the way things should be and have to be, that will limit you every time. And it will limit the power of gentleness. So stay open and just play around with it and see how it can become a part of your life just every day on a continual basis and save the distraction for special occasions rather than the <laughs> other way around. Hmm? Yes, special occasions. May I ask, it's popping into my mind, so it must be worthy of asking. So last night I had a little trouble falling asleep. So I employed a few tactics, but I kept noticing I kept getting aggressive with myself. 
I was getting angry with my, I said, no, calm down. And I did your peace meditation that I mentioned yes. earlier. So I, I employed, yes, relax. And I relaxed all the way down, felt better. And then an angry thought popped up and I was wide awake all over. I said, do it again. Just, just do it again. Don't worry about it. Just do it again. What, what can you add to that? That is much, um, that is a much more wonderful example, beloved to be patient with yourselves because when your mind is used to being on a certain track, it, you're not going to get off that track in one uh, shot maybe. So to um, calm yourself down, bring gentleness in, uh, doing my peace meditation, wonderful. And then, as you say, the angry thought comes in, you're wide awake again. Or a co-worker says or makes a certain comment that is very common for them to make, and then boom, you're back into your own aggression. You keep doing it over and over. That is what it means to cultivate. Just like planting your garden, you don't put the little seedlings in or the seed or the small plant, and then all of a sudden there, this lush jungle, right? So all that you are doing, all that we are doing together, beloved ones, absolutely takes practice, consistency, and patience. Because you may not um, change it all right away, which is why we keep coming here to talk to you, to remind you, to encourage you, and inspire you that you absolutely can cultivate your inner garden in the way that works best for you. Doesn't have to look like anyone else's garden. Doesn't have to grow at anyone else's rate. This is your inner garden that you are uh, planting, that you are cultivating, that you are experiencing each day. Hmm. Trust your garden. Trust your growth. And when you hear something, when I say something, when Charlotte says something that strikes a chord in you that says, oh, yeah, Yes, then do that. If it doesn't inspire you, if it doesn't particularly interest you, don't do that. One more thing I'd like to add, Mother. Yes, if I may. Of course. Trust your garden. Trust its growth. Trust your ability to nurture it. Mm. And trust the potential yes. within it like the acorn. Mm. Trust that. Yes. I thought that Indeed. was apropos. Okay. Very good. Very good, beloved. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me here today as always, beloved one. It is a joy to be with you and all your wonderful listeners. I love you all. And we love you, our blessed mother. Mm. Namaste.
Namaste. goodness yes wow <laughs> yeah that is um there's always a sprinkle of stardust no matter what <laughs> What a beautiful way to put it i was just contemplating the that gentleness is a an, an energy inherent uh to growth and nurturing yeah I loved how she used that destructive energy and nurturing and how, uh, oh my gosh, I, I didn't All know. of it. It just, we, and, and we're in the ballpark. Yes. <laughs> and batting a few home runs. It was like, and the crowd goes wild. <sighs> <laughs> Danielle, Danielle. <laughs> Danielle, Danielle. Oh my goodness. I just, you know, like you said, oh, I didn't realize how much I needed to hear that. And the past week or so has been, I've got to get this done. And it's, and the more you say, I've got to get this done. And at the end of the day, certainly each time. And at the end of the day, you can certainly, you know, use your bag of tricks. My bag is pretty big and say, hey, what are you going to do? You did your best. Go to bed. Start again tomorrow. Be at peace. It's your choice. What would Jesus do? You can say all these things and people often do. doesn't mean it works because you can keep it on the surface. doesn't mean you take it to heart. But this gentleness angle, Mm. that's a way in. Yeah, good way. That opens the door door to allow all of those other uh tools mantras whatever you want to call them that opens the door and says welcome in please make yourself useful yes and at home so that gentleness is because we all know that power is not demonstrated through chaos and intimidation and all of those negative expressions. True power can stand still and be absolutely mm-hmm. silent. Yep. That's the yep. power I aspire to. Agreed. Agreed. Yes. Now I want to go remodel my kitchen. <laughs> I want to remodel something. Give me a sledgehammer, Danielle. Let's do this. Well, I guess I'll I guess I'll just use my imaginary sledgehammer and see what outdated belief within myself I can absolutely destroy. Yes, yes. And that I, was great. I would like to I would like to take a wrecking ball to my uh, <laughs> my belief that uh, my demands are really getting me anywhere. Like 
I got to get this done. That seems so demanding. Yes. And I do it, you know, have to do this, have to got, got to get this done, got to work, got, and that is a demand that I not only place on myself, but I place on mother and the universe and like, you know, this is what's got to get done. This is, this is too funny not to confess. What did I say to you in my email this morning when you woke up and found my email and I added LOL? What, the, what was that line that I said to you? Oh, wait, now I have to look at it because I don't remember. You don't remember? Uh, no. Because oh, I knew what. Here we go. It's not, uh, and God help anyone who gets in my way. That's right. I said I was looking forward to our time. Yes, there were challenges to overcome, but I will be there and God help anyone who gets in my way. And I added LOL. But, you know, part of me wasn't kidding. (laughs) I I can add the ha ha happy face. But it was like, you know what? Yes, this all this entire day is very important. But so is this one hour of my month. It's very important to me. And if I have to change it in some way. After making a commitment to it, we're both graceful enough to do that. Oh, absolutely. But I was trying to spare myself the disappointment and and reinforce the boundary that what I do is important to me and just perhaps might be important to a lot of other people too. Yes. Above the clouds and below. So, and just to, you know, really what comes to mind lately is about respect. I think many of us do respect other people, their boundaries, what they do, what their needs are, what their goals are. But I think that it's okay to expect the same respect for yourself, who you are, what you do, and what is important to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm trying to do that in the most respectful way to everyone. Yes. But what we do here is important. And I honor that. And so I made it. You did. And we're, and we did. I made it. Yeah. And it was beautiful. Yeah, absolutely. And now I, I want to go find a rainbow or something. (laughs) Well, they just laid one, they just laid one at our feet. So they did. They did. (laughs) All right. This is wonderful. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for spending your time with us today. We hope you enjoyed this as much as we did. Beloved, publications.com is where you want to go to join Danielle's community. Learn more about all of her offerings online, offline, everywhere. Spiritual Insights Radio is where you want to go to review the archives and sign up for the periodic newsletter. Thank you, everyone, once again for joining us. That is our show for today. Until next time, God bless and be at peace.